You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. Oh yeah! Here yeah, we are. Buddy. Oh yeah! Here we are doing another after show of Shark Tank, and this week we had a little special treat. We had a little swimming with sharks action. And uh, hey, I'm Steph Z, and I got the full crew today. Who we got? Hi guys, I'm Christina Zias. And Phil Sweetek with a much longer attention span than Christina Zias. This is ridiculous. Oh, he's already starting in. He's already starting. I don't know. He's man. still getting on me from last week, and that I can't stop playing with the pen. But that just anything, anything, you just need anything, anything to sentence. distract you. So you've already distracted all of us. That was you. Phil. I was gonna. I, I'm just gonna leave it be. It's too early to start the banter for me. Indeed, <laughs> swim with the sharks. Swim with the sharks. Okay, so pretty much um, for all the you that watched it, we had kind of an inside look on how the show takes place. And uh, a little bit before the show, Christina and I were talking that, like, we kind of wished it was a little bit more about the process. You know, like, it definitely was great and interesting, but what do you guys think about it? Well, speaking on the process, the one thing that I really took away from it was how Barbara was saying that when the entrepreneurs come in, they have to stand there for five minutes as they adjust the lights. And it's in that five minutes that they really learn a lot about the entrepreneurs that some people are like, just start profusely sweating some people can't make eye contact some people just keep like really cool and calm and collected and i wish we got a little bit more of that inside scoop because that must be really intimidating i wish we got to see more of the pitches you know like not necessarily the ones that happen but like the actual like pitch go go okay cut let's move the lights you know what i mean like see more of what that two hours is like but yeah they they did do a rundown like they went over a few like you know deals that went good one deal they missed which we'll go over some of those but they did they kind of went over barbara took us through like what it is to make a good a quote-unquote good pitch Um, you know, and that was what you're talking about. The five minutes you said first impressions, which it is like, there's a lot of pressure. Like you have to kind of be comfortable in your space and it's gotta be a stressful thing to be presenting to the shark. So I think that I kind of want to stare at people for five minutes and see what they do. Just have them come in here and just say nothing and be like, okay. Right. You really do learn a lot about someone about how they carry themselves in those five minutes. So, yeah. what do you think, Phil? Oh, wait. What's that? Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, first thing for me, I really liked. Uh, I liked the. They started off talking about the Lala Cup, and um, for me, I had a personal moment with the Lala Cup because that was one of the first ones I believe that they made a deal with back in the day. And I, when we saw them, they moved from their house into their garage. They were using the ha- a half of a ping pong table as their 
their workspace. And that's what I did for my business. I had to get rid of my ping pong table and I made it into like a workstation. So I was like, oh, I remember those days. <laughs> so it was cool. And then, um, you know, they started going through stuff. They, they talked about simple sugars, which, um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, are there any that stood out for you? Any of the, ba- the flashbacks that we went through? Because then we can talk about each person, that, that, like what they had to say. But for some reason, I was really... I really like Bubba's boneless ribs. I like Bubba too. Just because it really goes to show you how how much the person actually makes such a difference. It's not necessarily about the product. They and loved Bubba. I, I remember. I remember. I think we we talked about Bubba, or I remember talking. Yeah, it was that, season five. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, it's it's very near and dear in my heart. Yeah. Because, it, it, you know, and it's food. I like food. What and, can I say? And just the fact that he's going to be—he has his own chain of restaurants that are going to be opening up. That's a huge franchise. I'm yeah, and I really—I really liked. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked that they showed a little bit more of the story. And I know that we got to meet Bubba and his personality when he presented. But I love—maybe I missed it the first time around. But I love that part of the inspiration for him to make this ribless rib i mean boneless ribs was because his wife was saying he used to get so dirty eating it like i thought and again and I'm she like wouldn't sap. eat them yeah she wouldn't eat them like right. i'm like sap and i was like oh he fixed that yeah you know? it, it was really cute um so i really liked to see that one i think it was really cool to see uh the tipsy elves and how some of these successful deals are giving back like they were giving back to children in need. We had we saw a little bit more of the inside story with the Grayson Lace. Like I had no idea, right, you know, that they were yeah they were dealing with the miscarriage. And this was like while she was in the hospital, she learned to knit. So she just started making these things to like pass the time by. So like something like that's like that's just a great you know a great story when something like that happens. And then the tree teepee. Sorry, yeah, but that guy was. Oh, tree TP. You know that's. He even made Mister Wonderful cry. And Come the on. fact that he got a Home Depot deal. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, and then something else that stuck out was the Voyage Air Guitar, um, which apparently declined all the offers. Right? Was that that one? I don't remember the Voyage. Oh no 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 no! It wasn't. It, they oh, declined Mister. No, first the Voyage Air Guitars declined Mister Wonderful's offer. But apparently, after the show, Mister Wonderful went back and they made a deal, Correct. a Correct. licensing deal with Fender. So it was like he didn't get a deal, but Mister Wonderful was like, "All right, I didn't get a deal with this guy, but I'm going to go make this deal happen and then present it to him as here's a licensing deal with Fender. Do you want it for X Y Z? And he yeah. took it. So I thought that was pretty neat to see. Um, and then. We we learn about, you know, the most successful bid on Shark Tank, but let's not get there yet. We also had the Wicked Good Cupcakes is doing awesome. They're wicked good. They're wicked good. I can't wait to go to Boston to fan it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then they talked about, ah, see, I don't remember this one, the Toy, Toy Guru. Guru. I didn't Did remember. you guys remember that? It's been a while. No, but yeah. that was a bust, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like they got Mark and Kevin for $200,000 investment, and they both were like, this is the worst deal ever. <laughs> like, it was a collapse of management. It was a set, which to me, it, like, I find that a little bit difficult because if you have Mark and Kevin helping manage, how is there a collapse of management? So really what, like, did they just give their money, not blindly, but you know what I'm saying? Like, Right, but I don't think they're necessarily managing. Yeah, they're helping oversee, and... 
Mm. They're Here's not the like they're on a day to day basis managing what's going on. I was just a little shocked. Were you guys not shocked at all? Like I was a little shocked that they were like it was a complete bust. Well, not, not everything's going to work out. Yeah, yeah. Just because you know, what I mean, you can not get a deal with the sharks and still be successful, as uh, as many twelve year old kids have proven. <laughs> True. Um, right. Uh, or you can make a deal and it could not work out. Just because, you know. Yeah. Well, and then this is the one that I was, you know, getting to was the Copa Divino. And apparently, like, this story blows my mind. The guy presented on season two, and he was like, no, I don't, I, this is my, not what I want. I'm, he's going to, re- he got a couple offers. He rejected all the deals. Then they asked him to come back on season five, and he again rejected all their deals. And Mark was even saying, he's like, I thought this was going to be the first guy that just owns that, like, I'm just here for the PR. Right. And he didn't make a deal. He wasn't, you know, he didn't like giving up. He was like, this is what I want. If you're not going to offer me this, like, I'm not going to budge at all. I'm not making a deal. And then apparently, like, a few years later, like, he's doing, like, $25 million in revenue. Like, you know, being like, ha ha, you guys should have made a deal with me. So... I thought that was pretty interesting. I, I thought it was cool that they showed that. Because you don't see, like, in all the flashbacks in every week, you don't see what about the ones that we said no to. Like, what are they doing now? Which I guess would just be free PR for them, but you don't see it at all. Right, right. But it also, but, you know, it's it's just good karma, and I love about It's, you know what, if you're a good business person and, and it's because of the show, then why not show that, hey, even if you don't get a deal on Shark Tank, it's still good still to be, well. you know what I mean? It's just good overall karma right. for the show. I just don't think they want everyone coming on there just for PR. Because obviously that's what they were saying about this guy, that he's a gold digger. He just wanted the PR. Yeah. And I think that's a problem that, you know, that they deal with. And what I found crazy is that they have 35,000 submissions a year. Yeah, I think that's... Insane. insane. It's only going to go higher. I mean, it's this only is... going to go higher, and there's only going to be more people that are doing it just for the PR, which kind of sucks because I don't remember season two, three ever being like like in season two they weren't like you're rejecting us only for the PR, but in season five they're like, dude, you're here just for the PR. Right. Like I don't even think they thought that that's. I mean, maybe they just didn't know that, you know, when people came on, even if they didn't get a deal, the, I mean, 10 days later, they'd make a million dollars. I mean, it, it, <laughs> you know, it, it's a whole new strategy on the Sharks now where they have to be like, because some of them gotten called out like, OK, you know, you're asking for 200,000 for 20 percent of your company. That's exactly what I'm giving you. Why aren't you taking it? Robert you know, says that a lot. And I yeah. think Mark, too. Yeah. And so well, you but can in the same sense, the only thing that I would say to that is if it's they don't want that shark. Because I feel like most people go in there knowing what shark they want. Yeah, but then you, you better have a good answer of explaining and saying why. Yeah, As like, opposed to like uh... yeah, because I've never heard that. But even we see this week the girls that didn't take the deal. I think it was straight up because they didn't want to work with Mr. Wonderful. Like we'll get to it later. But there was girls that said no. You think it was just because they didn't want to work with Mr. Wonderful? I think they were trying to figure out a nice way to say we don't want to work with you. You're D I C K. Well, I don't think that was smart, if that's why. I don't think so either, but, like, I felt like when they... Anyway, we'll get to that later, but I felt like that that could be a reason why people come on and say no to the exact deal. But that should be, like, a part of the, the process. Like, if you get the exact deal, you kind of have to take it. Well, that, was, that would make things super interesting. You, you remember... You when, have to take it. When, when, the, when the show right, started first for me... You, you got to take it, no matter who it's from. 
Yeah, because when that the sh- would be interesting. Remember the voiceover? It was always like you know they have to convince the shark in order to get what they're doing. They, otherwise, they'll walk away with nothing. Yeah. yeah. And then you know early on the, the whole counter offer and different deals were introduced, and I so, so initially I was kind of confused by the format, and obviously after like three or four episodes, I understood it. Uh, but yeah, I, I would love that rule of like, hey, if all of a sudden all you have is one offer, but it matches exactly what you want or less. Not that it would be less. I don't know why it would be less. Um, you have to take it. You have to take it. I think that'd be interesting. I wonder how much the rules got kind of bent a little bit. Like, I wonder from season one pilot, what they thought the show was going to be, to now. Like, if in that, I'm sure, thick stack of papers you have to sign to be on the show, and when you make a deal from the show, I'm sure the lingo's... I'm sure the lingo's changing now more with the popularity of the show. That's the stuff that I wish we saw. Me too. Because that, well, you know, in terms of you talk about, okay, how many people are going to go on PR... Okay, so in, let's in perpetuity. Let's now it's going to be fifteen percent. Yeah. So you want to give up fifteen percent no matter what just by going on? Fine. Yeah. That'd be worth. And it. I guess right, the six percent. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. So you know what I mean? Like, like we can shake the tree a little bit. But I wonder. We don't. I don't know that we know. Do we know? Maybe I forgot. We don't know what that six percent is. It's not like you give six percent of the company. It's a royalty, probably for a certain amount of years. To we ABC. Know? Yeah. yeah. Like, they can't have to give 6% of their company. No. They no. probably have to they give 6% of sales for a certain amount of time or 6% of sales up to $200,000. There's got to be something else in there for business that would make sense. I mean, absolutely. I, I, you know, here's the thing. ABC is no dummy. I'm sure they got lawyers yeah. that, you know. Right. Yeah, well, because that's it, all I guarantee you at the minimum, it's a three-year deal. Probably. Minimum. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. And then they went on to talk about all the sharks, and we can kind of just go through them. And I think we should give our opinions a little bit, too. We'll start out with Mr. Wonderful. Okay. All roads lead to Mr. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was just kind of funny how I feel like they all, you know, like we saw a lot of personality here. And it was interesting that we didn't really see what Mark had to say about Mr. Wonderful. No. Yeah. But Barbara has an opinion on him, and uh-huh. I loved hers because they were saying he's rude, he's mushy, and then Barbara's like, "Please, he's a pushover." When his wife walks into the room, like when he she walks on set, he's shaking in his knees, and yeah. I kind of like that. I kind of liked it too because I do feel like I mean I think that's just the world the way the world works. Like a lot of people that are super tough on the outside kind of have that soft place. They have to. But also, I think Mr. Wonderful plays a little bit of a character on the show. Yeah, he does. And Absolutely. it's, um, you know... And, and he, he plays it well. He totally plays it well. And you saw, I don't know if you guys saw, there was a little clip of him when he was on the Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel show. Yeah, right. yeah. And you could, like, he was just all smiles. He's like, I want Jimmy Kimmel just because I make businesses work. Right. You know, like, so I think he's, like, a little kid at heart. I think so, too. Um, yeah, Damon was like, he wants to close on the orphanages. Robert says he's a rude guy. But I feel like that's all part of the shtick. Like, they're all playing... Playing it up a little bit. Um, well, you have to, you know, in terms of, you, you have to have kind of one villain, quote-unquote. and right. <laughs> I mean, he's always seated at the center of it all, you know, and so it's, he's, and he's the one kind of explaining things. Okay, so you, to, to clarify, you have two offers here and one offer yeah. there. I wonder what are you how much do? they get paid to do with this show. Those guys? Yeah. How much do they get paid per episode? You think they all get paid the same? You have to, you have to have a Fair Nations deal in that regard. How do you know? Because that would be so insulting. Yeah, but like, it would. 
Now, here's the thing, because the there it, it, it's like you, you know, for better or worse, no matter what, like even with the Jersey Shore, even though you know Snooki may be bigger than Vinny or whoever, but you, you have to go yeah, into it, favorite nations, though. yeah, and get the same. And especially for these guys, you know, they're not doing the Jersey Shore where, you know, each week is a different storyline in, in that respect. it's. But also these guys, they're not doing it for the money for the, each episode. I don't think, at least. I don't think they're either, but yeah, it was tangent. Forget it. I won't go back to the Jersey Shore. I'll let that go. Um, <laughs> I'm just okay. saying, favorite nations Okay, is what I'm going to go with. Yeah. So then we have Barbara. And I forgot who, but somebody said she's a cross between Mr. Magoo and Columbo. And I almost fell off the couch <laughs> watching. My favorite, and I don't, rem- true. I don't remember this episode, but I was dying when they flashed back to it. But Kevin was like, she calls someone <laughs> a pig. And told him, and then now when he does the these pictures, like he, he dresses up in a pig suit. And it's just so funny that she really... Called someone that and she, then bought into their deal and now has him dress up as a pig. Yeah, I don't know how that one kind of, like, I don't know how that <laughs> happened. And I don't remember that episode either, but I don't, like, she straight up said, like, and then she, she kind of, like, played it off. She tried to play it off and they were like, you just called him a pig. But he did. He looked like Porky Pig. Yeah, a little He bit. looked exactly like the cartoon. <laughs> he did, but you don't really... But I knew it. all that. It was almost like... Maybe it was like... I don't know what the product was, but maybe it was like his high school name that they called him like Pig Porker or something like that. And like... I don't know, man. He looked like a pig. But he was just like, yeah, I'll do that. So funny. Yeah, they, they put a nice spin on that, though. And then Robert said that Barbara will invest in anything that is quirky or doesn't make sense. Yeah. Which I think we do see a lot. We kind of do. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't invest in much, but when she does, it's always something that the other sharks are out on. Yeah. And then we had uh, Robert, and everyone was kind of just saying how he's, like, sensitive and syrupy. and <laughs> He's the kumbaya guy. Yeah. He kind <laughs> of is, though. He totally is. And then Barbara was like, if it looks like fun, he wants in. Who cares if it's going to make money? He's like a big kid. Which I totally could see that. Always. And we always say he's the first one to get up and test out a product. Yeah. He, he totally always- is. <clears throat> you know what I would have liked to see? I would have liked to see in the, you know, Swimming with the Sharks, how they came to pick those five people. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would have been interesting, too. Um, and then they come to Cuban. Mark Cuban. Outspoken owner of the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, I think the most <laughs> interesting thing that was said about him was that Robert said, Mark is worth more than the rest of us combined. And that makes him angry. (laughs) Yeah, and that makes him angry. But then he was like, you know, it kind of makes me, he makes me a better business person. But I didn't realize that. Like, I didn't realize he was worth... He's he's, he's got a lot of assets. Yeah, I didn't realize, though. But I thought they all kind of did, too. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't realize there was such, like, a... So, like, at, at the end of the day, he really could bully anyone out of a freaking deal if he wanted to. Which is kind of weird. Like, that's why I wonder why they picked him. Like, why they didn't pick... You know what I mean? Like, why why they did that. Well, I think part of it is Mark sees the value of being on television. I mean, this show gets so many... There's shows on a Monday or Tuesday night that I'm pulling in the ratings that this is on a Friday night. That's incredible. This is the best show ever. But I really like that Robert said about Mark, too. He, he said that he is so pushy, and that Robert was saying he thought he was very competitive. But until he met Mark, he did not realize that there was a whole other level of, of competitiveness. 
So it's kind of nice to see how they kind of push each other to be better businessmen. Yeah. I think they I think they got a good pick up there. They got a good I, I think Mark's a little the good thing about Mark and I've kind of seen this in some people. Early on you have to be more of a bad guy. But when you get to a certain place like I don't, you know, Mark doesn't have to be a bad guy anymore. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Because here's the thing, early on in order to make certain deals happen or or whatever else, you know, you really have to put your nose to the grindstone and make it really happen. I think, you know, Mark's at a place in his life where he doesn't have to all of a sudden, you know, it's not every deal's make or break. I get it. You know what I mean? He, yeah, I he has it. to be intense and he has to make sure the quality of whatever he's working on is there, but he doesn't have to, by nature, be the ultimate bad guy. Right, right. Okay, fair enough. Um, then they have Damon. And, um, you know, pretty much they all like him, really. Nice yeah. guy, big teddy bear. Yeah. The ladies love him, Barbara says. <laughs> you know... Marcus always like he always tells you a really nice story, you know. Likes to let you down easy, right? And then I like what Kevin said about him, though. He he said that he's a sit in the weeds type of guy, which makes him a very big variable, right? Yeah, he really is. He kind of just you, you see him there. You see him with his hands up. He's like this a lot. <laughs> um, and then we got Lori. Barbara's just like Lori talks too long. <laughs> Which everyone always they're always like Lori, gonna and they're like, okay, are you gonna say anything, Lori, or what? You gonna make a deal or not? Come on. Yeah, and then Damon's like, she's a know-it-all. They were kind of saying Mark's a know-it-all too. Yeah, they were. Um, but yeah, I mean that was pretty much you know swimming with sharks. They talked about that, and they gave us they kept it to the end, but they told us which I think we talked about recently because it was a flashback, anyways. But the most successful product on Shark Tank was Scrub Daddy. So give it to Lori. Give it to Lori. Yeah, she wins. And uh, you know what I we saw? I don't know if you guys caught this, but it looked like we saw Lori's husband at that dinner. They were having dinner with the Scrub Daddy folks. Yeah, and it looked like it was Lori and her husband. And we've never heard her mention, really, her husband or anything before. I've never, I mean, yeah. not on the show, but I, I knew about him. Well, we didn't I think she's show. mentioned her husband before. Has she? Yeah, because the whenever it's young products. couples, she's like, yeah. <laughs> when it, she's like, you guys remind me of me and my husband. And she tries uh, to be relatable. I wonder what he does. I wonder what these people's significant yeah. others do for work. Anyway, it probably doesn't matter no. what they do. Um, but anyway, I think it was a good show. I'm really glad they did it. I think, you know, maybe some other people, since we dissect the show so much that we wanted more and more and more, but I wonder, like, what the, what it, the regular fans, not that we're not regular, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I wonder if everyone else thought it was, like... I mean, just the number of people that already listen to us, they want this stuff. And when it's, you know, produced by ABC and it's with the, the direct people of the show, you're going to eat that up. Yeah, but I'm saying I wonder if they ate it up or if they all kind of felt like how we felt of like, I wish I would have got a little more. I I think there's, I mean, you have to feel like the, I've been kind of doing more and more just, um, just every time I'm on YouTube and because I type in Shark Tank for so many things, now I get recommended tons of stuff, you know, that's just how YouTube is. But like, I just see so many interviews of Mark and Robert and Kevin and I'm like, you know what, these guys are out there doing it, you know, and. So you have to think that, yeah, and I don't know, maybe it's them pushing themselves um, to be in the public's eye or just the public. It's a matter of both. Maybe the public and them just are meeting nicely and, you know. And, well, I think what they're doing, too, is I think they're doing it's like you see people on television, OK, and you see 
there's this disconnect of like this fame and this actor and this this but then you see these people that are making everyday people like giving them their opportunity to make a business to like follow their dreams and i don't it's not like an american idol type thing or something where you have to have some sort of talent first to do it's like you have well, an here, idea here so right. these people i think there's such an, a want and need and, and liking to them because they're literally creating the American dream for people over and over and over again. Like, they're tangible in a weird way. I and think they're it, way more tangible than, like, actors or something like that. And they're teaching you how to do it. Right. For the most part. Whereas, like, okay, on Idol, they'll tell you, like, you didn't hit this note or whatever. And it's like, okay, well, that doesn't really apply to me. Whereas this is like, right. you know, I can yeah. apply to whether I want to be... A businessman or not, entrepreneur or whatever, but it can it can still help me in my job, with my finances, right. with my or whether lo- you have the, the the intelligence to be that. You know, yeah. I feel like anyone like you don't have to be a super savvy business person to understand this show. You can still follow it, and you feel smart watching it. You feel like energized. You know what I mean? You feel like, oh, what's my idea? Like it's intriguing in a different way than any other show. I think, and it really just gives you that that passion and a little bit of that creative energy to. To go and realize that you could be that person. Right. Like, I could do this. This is tangible. If I really work at something, if I really start thinking, if I have enough passion to pursue something, this could be me. I can live that dream. And as Kevin kept saying, it's the pursuit of freedom. Right. And anyone can do it. Yeah, and I, and I totally agree with that. And again, this show, it's like the American Idols or the, the dancing or the this, those stars, they focus on such a thing. And this show, it's like you can come up there with like an internet app. You can come up there with a blanket. You can come up there with a breathalyzer test. for it. You know what I mean? Like there's such an, a, a variety of like everyone's ideas, they can relate to something. So I, I have a good idea. Oh, yeah? Don't Watch worry. Chasing Maria Menounos on Oxygen. <laughs> Shameless, selfless plug. <laughs> Tuesday night's Oxygen, Chasing Maria Menounos. It's uh, three episodes left of this season. It's a behind-the-scenes look at, you know, what we do here at After Buzz. So we're talking about the, kind of the behind-the-scenes of Shark yeah. Tank. Behind-the-scenes right. of After Buzz. I know. It's a good show, you guys. You should all watch it. It, in, it in really, case you it really catch is up, entertaining. It's on iTunes and Amazon. It's, you know, it's it's cheap. So definitely, you know, check it out. Don't just rip it off. Come on. And on demand. It's on the... There you go. It's free, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, for the the new episodes, Oxygen, Tuesday nights at 10 p.m. Steph, see, was at the pool. We had a pool party episode last... I was there. Two weeks ago, and then she... You saw my ass. It was fantastic. (laughs) The ass was fantastic, and your appearance was fantastic. All you saw... Oh, (laughs) Phil, I love you. Oh, that's all you saw. It was like the back of me. I was just standing there like, yo, I'm at a pool party. Wearing neon. I don't think I knew you were there. I don't know that we like were really friends then. No, you guys didn't know each other. This is before (laughs) Shark Tank. Because we were there, and we played Flip Cup. And then I dumped beer on someone's head, and it, it Jen it, Golden, Jen the Jew. Yeah, it got a, it. It was it was it really bad. funny though. Come on, it was really funny. It was. I wish they had that moment on the reality show. I th- I did too. I carried a banana around. Like I don't know what happened, but <laughs> so definitely worth it. checking out. Anyway, slice. You guys should wa- check it out. Maria and Kevin do a lot for us, and they're really great people, and we love them very much. So you guys should all love them too. Okay, now we are. We're gonna have to go through this a little quick, I guess. So I we got time. Here's the good news about there's no one after us, right, Marissa? There's no one after us. Marissa's going to hate us, but there's no one after us. <laughs> all right, sweet. So we believe this is episode 27. Now, with all these, like, swimming with sharks and the double episodes, if we have the number wrong, we really, really apologize. And there's but, no one episode number, so, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's not like there's an episode title. It's just Shark Tank. 
Yeah. So you guys are good. All right. So first off, we have John come in with the Books Company. Books. 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 I don't know, man. What you guys think about this? It, 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 there's a lot of competitors in this space. No offense, and uh, you know, I don't know. I'm not endorsed by them by any means, but especially with Mother's Day coming up, um, I mean, it seemed to fit well in the episode. But you have like places like Pro Flowers and things of that nature. With Mother's Day coming up, you can't get it there in time because it takes six days. Yeah, you can't. You just if you, you watched sh- it on Friday. I mean, I, I guess it would just get there in time. I mean, to be fair, like. Again, I, I go to Pro Flowers because uh, that's the one I know. But, like, even them, to be honest, they take days that sometimes it's like, and it doesn't deliver on Saturdays and this. I'm like, what the? Come on. And so Dude, I was. 1 800 Flowers. I, even them, whatever. No. I, and I just get so angry Uh-oh. because I'm like, the prices change. <laughs> <laughs> what are we, what, what? I don't know, she's got some. Listen, so I just had a very challenging week ordering flowers for my fam- for my parents. It was their 30th anniversary, oh, yeah. and I wanted to send flowers. I just got back from my trip, so I was in the country for like two days, and I had to get these flowers to my home. So this company, forget about it, would not have worked for me. But... It, the quality of flowers out there is awful. And I like the idea. No, I'm sorry. I love flowers. I get them every single week. I love fresh flowers. But when you when you order something, you're not ordering exactly which is not what's what being get. sent to you, which is really screwed up. And I remember I called a place to see if they delivered on Sundays. And first of all, how do flower shops do not deliver on Sundays? Like every major holiday that you would want flowers for, I feel like, is on a Sunday. Like Mother's Day, for instance. If you don't deliver yeah. on Sunday, what are you going to do? Deliver so it Saturday. No, it needs to be there on Sunday morning. Hey, I get you. I, that's what upsets me. That's why, you know, I was kind of hopeful because I was like, all right, we finally have a solution. And you know what? They always say, here's the thing. Here's the thing that really ticks me off. Every one of these places, oh, you know, promo code this and this and that. And, you know, only twenty nine ninety nine for 10 bucks more. You can get a box of chocolates and this and that crap. And then by the time you end up, and then it's like, would you like a vase? And you're like, no, thanks. And, and even though you didn't pick any vases, it's like, all right, that'll be $84. And you're like, what? I put in the promo codes and everything else! No. And then you're asking for white lilies, and they don't even have white lilies, so then they send white roses. But the person hates roses, but it was the only white flowers, and you have no idea because you're clicking on the picture that's supposed to be sent, and you're telling that's what you're going to get. It just sucks. And for this guy, <laughs> too. And then you try to send it anonymous, and it's like, from Phil. And you're like, what the? And this guy, that's I'm sorry. That's so funny. It's, See, I'm not a flower person. Well, everyone's going to send Steph flowers. Please send them to me because I love flowers. (laughs) I like balloons. No, I like flowers. But look, it's not $40 for one price because then you could upgrade, which I think is BS too. Like, if it's one price, you should be just sending one beautiful bouquet of flowers. Why do you have to pay for better flowers that are going to last longer? They just pitched that wrong because they should have said, if they would have said everything, the whole not, you see what, what you get. They would have said the 25 turns to 84. If they would have said we have three packages, $40 you get this all-inclusive. $50 you get this. $60 you get this. Done. But that's what everyone does. It's like the, it's the standard. It's the deluxe and the premium. 
So this is nothing uh, new. No, For me, the only, but I don't know. See, I, you know what? I send my mom flowers. I send them. Don't get me wrong. I'll get them. I just, for me, they make me think of dead people. I don't know why. I have this weird correlation with flowers. Once again, like you know the Buddhist send me say, flowers. Or, <laughs> I forget which which. Uh, I love that you think I'm getting flowers sent to me. I love it so much. I'll go, next week I'm going to be like, here you go. You can send them to five flowers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> to be fair, we do get a lot of fan flowers at the uh, P.O. Box. Wait, do we really? No, I steal them for myself, and I hand them out to the girls. Phil, you better bring us both. Flowers. We're girls too. Yeah, unbelievable. You guys are both taken, so you guys are off the table, <laughs> off the market. Whatever. Anyway, what were you going to say about the Buddhists and me and flowers? And oh, you death? said dead people. Like, there's some people who don't want flowers on their grave because they don't want something that's going to die to be on a grave. Oh it's no, inconsiderate. Hmm. Just, just the nice, like spiritual one. Believe. Anyway, so I maybe not know as much. Like, I've definitely ordered flowers, though. Last-minute flowers. I mean, I literally one day ordered flowers for my mom, and they were there, like, in an hour. Like, that's, right. I feel like, what flowers should do, because a lot of those sites, they find the, the one that's closest to them. Right. So, but this, you know, I, I, I just, I didn't, I didn't get this one. Like, the volcano, the whole thing, like, get a green I feel like they're going to run out of flowers. Eventually, like, the volcano's going to run what, out. What, like, the, what if the volcano overflows? They're screwed. Uh, yeah, that's definitely a possibility, There too. goes their company. Uh, you know, and I'm sorry, no flowers last for three weeks. Yeah, I think that's, that's a bunch BS. of horse crap. Come yeah. on. I don't right, know. Let's test it out. Hey, man, send us some flowers here. <laughs> Marissa, go to this website right now. Put in okay. Steph C's credit card, and <laughs> let's get some flowers. We'll see them in six days. For next episode, we'll have them ready, apparently. We'll have, like, a freaking bouquet. They'll and, be dead. And <laughs> every week, we'll keep them here until they die. Anyways, I mean, pretty much everyone's out, because there's yeah, no edge. There was no there was no edge. Everyone was out. What the um, hell was he asking for? How did they do? He was asking for $258,000 for 3%. Like, who figures that out? Like, 8.6 million. <laughs> like, why can't you just do 260 for 5%? Like, 3%, 258. Why? Why? There's, there's got to be more to that story. How they figured that Who's out. Who's your business partner? Mine? No. And oh, the, that the, guy? The, that guy's... the biology guy who's working at the volcano. Yeah, the volcano dude. I don't know. <laughs> it, but the crazy thing is they've done $700,000 in sales. People fall for this crap. I mean, I I I, th- I think it's very possible. Again, it's flowers. It's, but uh, <laughs> I love why Barbara went out. It's a crap name. Yeah, I'm right. out. <laughs> it was the that books. Was a reason. Yeah. The books. I didn't like the books either. It sounds like the books. The boogers. The boogies. The books. I get what the bouquet. Books. The bouquets. The, it's just no. It's not hip. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's not him. I feel like there's got to be, like, again, how we always do this with companies. Like, I feel like this whole thing, like, you don't see what you get, that would have been enough for me. Because I've heard this thing that you pick stuff and it doesn't come and, you know, you, you think it's going to be this big and is this – you think it's going to be big and it's a lot smaller or whatever. But I feel like it would have been cool if it's, like, one – like – they take a picture or something like they send you a text message picture when the flowers are delivered of like what it looks like at the front door of where you're delivering them and what it looks like so you can see or something. You know what I, I mean? I actually like that idea. I think it's extremely creepy. I'm just like picturing my mom opening up the door and I'm like snapping a <laughs> no, picture. No, not, not of your mom. No, I'm I like know. <laughs> but 
That's where I. That's where yeah, I took it. Because but, you're a creep. Because I'm a creep. <laughs> but flowers. that would be a good idea. Because I would love to see the, a picture of the actual bouquet that's being sent to my home. Yeah, something what like was that. His three people... big things. What, what, what were they exactly? Remember, he said there's three things that separate us from our competitors. That they're forty dollars. Fresh stems shipped from the side of a volcano. Concierge. <laughs> I like this concierge thing. What? I like that you can be like, yo. These are the birthdays of the people that I want to follow. That was good. Done. Yeah, that is good. Like, he could have done that and the picture of the bouquet being the real bouquet. Like, so you say you're going to order flowers out for the year, and on your mom's birthday, you get a picture. She's like, oh, yeah, I send her flowers. Done. Yeah. Brilliant. That, that is really good. Done. And then he said it's, it's a lot of e-commerce or something about their e-commerce, I think. But it's just, to me, that was just, um, I don't know. Again, there's a lot of good ideas on here, but I feel like they try to do too many different things and they almost lose themselves in the pitch. Just my opinion. Anything else about the books? Nope. We want flowers. Christina wants my flowers. I want flowers. You can have my flowers. I love flowers. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Any special kind? Steph, see, what's your uh, CDS back number? Marcy needs it. You tell her to the books now. <laughs> the four, five, six. Four, five, six. There you go. Um, why don't you order me some angel lifts while you're... yeah buddy yeah buddy moving on to the angel lift Aaron comes in with his wife we learn yeah this was great yeah they want $500,000 for 10% of their company it's an anti-aging natural quote unquote um, way to solve you know aging problems I mean I they they the the way they explain the science behind it and they work in orthodontists and dentists Okay. So, I can buy into this. Essentially, they're saying you put this in and it like pushes out your wrinkles. It, it, it's like what braces do. Yeah. I mean, you need the support in your teeth and whatever else and, and, and your, your jaw kind of. I don't know the science. <laughs> no, yeah. Pretty much so. You stick this thing inside your mouth for like 30 minutes. A day. A day for, for a, a month. month right. And then you do it like once a week for the re- forever or something like that to like redo it so does it lift up the area i guess just around your mouth but like say you have but how are you gonna do it are you gonna be in there like the, trying to like, like this is just what i'm wondering because i think it is a good idea and i could see how they would make crazy amounts of money especially on qvc but so say someone has like smile lines right wrinkles around their lips do they like push this into their cheek and then do the wrinkles like I feel like their wrinkles are indented and they're pushing out the dust. Here's the good news. You have a few more years before you have okay, to Okay, so I shouldn't this. have to worry about it? No, no I, I feel like I <laughs> Thank feel you. like what they do, I feel like it's got to be easy. You know what I mean? Because like braces, like even though they use that analogy, braces are put on professionally by somebody. Right. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. But then when they said the white strips, like that's a very easy thing for people to put on themselves. So I feel like it's got to be an easy thing. And from what I understood, it's like the muscles get weak, and that's why you get wrinkles, something like that. So maybe it stimulates them somehow, because then it's muscle memory. That's why they're saying you have to, after the month, you, like, train it, and then you have to, like, do it, you know, every now and then, like, going to the gym. Like, if you train and then you stop, it doesn't right. work. But if you go every now and then, it keeps what you got. Well, if that works, I think it's great. How yeah. Do we, how do we feel about the comment? Uh, the about hardest keeping part. women quiet. <laughs> yeah, the hardest part is about keeping women quiet for half an hour. Yeah, I think. Um, I think I'm really quiet at home. So. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm really quiet at home in the dark right before I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> is what she really meant to say. <laughs> I mean, whatever. 
What did you think about it? I thought it was a little sexist, and I was offended on behalf oh, of you well, guys. thank you, Lori. Aw, thanks, Will. You're so nice tonight. I love Lori's <laughs> reaction to it, to that little comment. And then who said, oh, well, you must not be married. Yeah, and then he's like, actually, that's my wife. Um, but yeah, this story, it, it kind of got a little weird. It got a little twisted. Cause totally. They were like, all right, you're all, you did, you know, $5 million. How did you get there, you know? And they're like, well, we did $3 million in retail in a test. And they profited $1.2 million. So if they profited $1.2 million, why do they need $500,000? And then they pulled it while it was selling. They got sued. Oh, you but, think so? Uh, maybe something had happened. Because they, they kept saying there's more to that story. There's more to that story. Yeah. I mean, and they I, wouldn't tell, say it. Kevin was just out of his... He was just, There's one thing in business. When you pull a product that's making money, that is evil. Mm-hmm. You are pure evil, and I'm out. Yeah. Well, this guy made it sound like he is such a perfectionist, and he really wanted to perfect the product, and that's why he pulled it out. Guess what? That's why we ready. do updates and versions and things. You know right. what I mean? That's what, that's you know what how many emails I'm getting about the AfterBuzz app of things that need to be done? All of which I'm grateful for. <laughs> but you know what? I knew I, I released it into the market before it was 100% there. But, then no, but I needed the feedback. I needed the feedback. Nothing's ever 100%. But to, to not, to stop, I mean, it's like something had to happen. Somebody had to get hurt, sick. Something weird had to happen. Like, it wasn't like... You don't want to know where my sick mind went. Someone ate one? Someone swallowed one? let's keep it there. No, tell me. Oh. You know what? I don't know what you're thinking. And I'd like like to keep it somewhere, but I don't even want to admit that I did. Okay. (laughs) And I think it's where you are. I'm I'm Googling it. Angel lifts, dude. Do it. But yeah, I mean, something terrible had to happen. Because it's not like you you do one and you're like, oh, this one's going to last like, you know... Four hours, and then you're like, oh, this next one, we can make it last six hours. Let's stop selling the four. You sell both. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's definitely, like, you know, angel lift point one, angel lift point two. Like, something happened. So Robert says the same thing. He's like, the story doesn't add up. I'm out. Barbara's like, it's going to cost way too much to make it happen. I'm out. Mr. Wonderful is, you know, they're very evil. Um, Mark's like, I don't trust you, (laughs) and I don't trust you here for the right reason. So I'm out. He didn't think he wanted a deal. Then, Lori, I think QVC infomercial, it's a confusing story, but she's going to offer him a deal anyway. I can't believe she did that. Nothing. But it's, she wants proof of the patent. She doesn't trust them either. She wants proof of the patent, and she wants proof of clinical trials, and she wants proof of the $3 million. And after she realized that this is legit business, then she'll but take all of that doesn't add up to what you know. Like they could totally have the patent, they could totally have sold three million dollars, and it could totally pass the clinical trial. But that doesn't explain why they stopped selling it. Right. I was I was actually shocked that she made a deal, and she came up. She's like, "I'll, I'll give you five hundred thousand dollars for twenty five percent," and he counters with you know fifteen percent. And she counters with, all right, I'll do the 15%, but the 500 k is solely funds for QVC purchase orders. So it's like whatever, because I'm sure she makes a cut of QVC too, so she's going to make up for that 15% on like the back end or something. Well, it's just, it's just part of it is it ensures that, hey, you're going to sell this product. Right. You know, as opposed to keeping it on the shelf and being stupid about it. 
it forces you to put it to QVC. Yeah. I actually think she made a great deal, and I think it's a a perfect product for QVC because it does need a little bit of demonstration. Yeah. So I I think women will eat this up. I do. I agree with you. Like, I think... I think she made a good. De- I think it's a good product. I think all that, but why did they? I'm I'm still like it's still fishy to me. Well, I haven't found anything yet on my Google search, so they seem pretty clean right now. Oh, so, <laughs> so if the internet fine. says they're okay. <laughs> you guys should all go get your angel. Because if, if the internet doesn't say they're not okay, why don't you yelp them? See if they have any comments. Oh, I don't like. Yelp. I'm just kidding. Um, okay. <laughs> anything else about the angel lift? Nope. I wonder if they have angel lists for dudes. Was this yeah, just... 30% of the oh, market yeah. was for dudes. That's right. That's right. Yeah, bro, get it together. <laughs> I don't need it. You don't need it. She don't need it. But the rest of the world need it. <laughs> um, all right, moving on. Now we have Hang Ease. We have Ryan, a 19-year-old that comes into the Shark Tank with these freaking collapsible hangers. What do you think? I give him... Here's the thing. I give him a lot of credit, and they don't give him a lot of credit. Tell me, tell me why. Well, because Barbara time. kept saying, like, you know, you you gave up on your dream, and now you've kind of dusted away, and it's tough for entrepreneurs to really get back into it. And there's something that happened. An easy way could have been like, listen, I, I was 11 years old or whatever he was. I I wasn't ready for it. Now at 19, I feel like you know I'm a an adult. Um, so I feel like I have the grasp of this. You know, I graduated high school. Yes, there's more education I could take on but at the same time i feel ready to do this as opposed to an 11 year old kid and you know no offense to the other entrepreneurs you know most of them maybe have this dream at 22 and now are come back in here at the age of 40 then yeah there's a huge age difference and you know life experience difference so i'm unclear that's your con that that would be a pro of like hey saying like listen you know again that's what separates me from the rest of the people that you are talking about is that you know you're talking about someone who was 11 and is now 19 versus someone who perhaps was 22 and now you know now is 40 and right. you know has whatever so I'm then ready then, what's the con the con is that he did not know about the market he's 19 that's i don't care what did he not know about it Apparently, what Lori kept saying of like, that I feel is. like there's a product out there like this. I don't think there's a product exactly like no. That. See, yeah, I don't agree. I think that he clearly has the patent on this utility, like the utility patent on this product. Yes, the the products out there, like the what are those things called? The bags for travel bags. Yeah, like, there's a special name for them, but I can't remember right now. But like those collapse in the head, but it's not it's not like a pull a shirt off a hanger that goes in a closet. It's like travel condensing closet type structures. So I think it's kind of different, and I think it's really cool. Like I think this kid's nineteen year old, nineteen years old in third grade. How old are you in third grade? Eight, nine, nine. Yeah, is that what they said? And he had this invention con- convention or whatever it was in his school, <laughs> and he was just like, "This is what I'm going to do." And then he, from there, they sold it to freaking Walmart, which was crazy. $400,000 worth of hangers. He made 70000 Yeah. For a, no, 400000 hangers. Right. But, but 200000 But he, he made, made seventy grand For a nine-year-old? That's yeah. Like, that's fantastic. And then, um, you know, I, again, I feel like there's a different mentality. Like, it, like, most of his friends are, like, trying to get cars and trying to be cool and trying to do this and that. And he's like, I'm going to take my idea to Shark Tank. 
I think that's awesome, man. I liked him. I liked him a lot. I think he's really cool, and I like the idea. What worries me a little bit about it, because I know they were wondering how this would do, let's say, in a department store, right? right. Would retailers want to pick this up to use in their own store? And I feel like it would just be, cause such a mess, because people would yank things off, and then they wouldn't take the time to put the hanger back together, and they would just throw the shirt on top. Pretty oh, much exactly what did. Mark See, did. I, I, I feel like they already do that, though. Well, they yeah. are so, Slavs, though. Yeah, but I feel like, and and, and but, again, I don't feel, I didn't get that they were trying to sell it so that department stores would use it, but to sell it in department stores. No, I, I think so, too. But uh. then I think they asked, why would a retailer use your hangers? And maybe they didn't, but I heard, I thought I heard yeah. that. Yeah, no, they made a point of that. Did they? Yeah, because they're so, like, the retailers, t- to my experience, the retailers don't, use their own hangers, but they have nothing to do with the hangers. They say, you have to do this. Like, when we shipped our stuff to department stores, you had to send it on a hanger, packed already. So it wasn't... A lot of the retail... Is that... No, actually, it's a really big deal what hangers you use. You have to use a special one. But, like, if I was shipping my T-shirts to Nordstrom... We would throw out all of your hangers. And only use the certain hangers that they use, and then certain products have to be on nicer hangers. Like, for instance, designer wear has to be on a larger, wider hanger. Maybe not you guys, but there's definitely stores where you have to ship it on the nice hanger. Like, they tell you what supplier to get the hanger from, and you have to ship it with those hangers. I wonder, I wonder, yeah. I know, different I know. Different strokes for different folks. Yeah, yeah. It, it was definitely, I remember having to buy thousands of thousands of hangers. And, like, these, like, you know, the C44 hanger or whatever, you know, and you had to go, like, downtown to, like, get, like... Get them all. Yeah. Well, I just feel... I think it's a great idea. I just think that, like, I could see it even in my apartment, in my, my boyfriend's closet, him just yanking down a shirt and then, like, never putting back the hanger together. But, but the hanger hang. goes back together. Yeah, really easily. Yeah. But I feel like it, the shirt would end up... I, I, I think I think honestly that's just a mi- I think I think it's a misuse of the product and I think I don't think the misuse of a product for this is that high. Like you're gonna be able to figure it out and put it back together and not be like, oh, why isn't my shirt hanging on? I don't think people aren't gonna be able to figure it out. I just I'm just saying people are lazy. But that's why it snaps. It snaps back, right? Yeah. Snap back. Probably yeah, but you have to do it. It doesn't do it itself. Now yeah. that would be something if the hanger. <laughs> look at us always making these better. If the hanger had the shirt. Like, it had a little weight on it. So if the mm. shirt was pulled off and kept off for, like, five minutes, it just, whoop, went back up. <laughs> and I had a weight and a timer on it. Yeah. <laughs> now that's a freaking hanger I would buy. But in the same sense, it w- it's easier because sometimes, too, with even smaller shirts or women's, the, the, you know, collared or whatever, you it's hard to get the hanger in. Yeah. Yeah. You have to unbutton it. You have to put it from underneath. Yeah, yeah that's a pain in the booty. Yeah, I I found I found it. What was nice about him? He 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 fumbled a lot. Remember when Kevin asked him what's the price, and he was like, um, you know, whatever three eighty nine. Yeah, and he and he was like for a hanger. He was like, no, 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 for four, for four. Yeah, right. And then when he was like saying, oh, my friend got us me the deal in Walmart. He's like, what third grader? <laughs> Where got you a hookup at Walmart? Oh, the mom. Yeah, yeah. He was really, he was nineteen. He was, he was super cute. Yeah, he was super cute. I would do a deal with him if I could. So eventually, contingent on the patent, that the patent's legit, he gets Mark offers him 180000 for 30%, and he actually says, you know, Lori, I'll give you the opportunity to come in with half if you want. Um, so she does. And I think that's, I like that. Like, I like when they're like, 
like like how we're saying, Mark has more money than all of them, and he could totally do the deal. But he's like, you know what? You would benefit from this deal too, and you would bring something to me, and we all win. Like I like that mentality. And I love because Mr. Wonderful was like, wow, you could have gotten way more than that. And Mark's like, yeah, but why would you? Right. He's not, not trying to screw over this kid. And he and Mark says, well, even if it's just eighty thousand dollars worth of hangers, it's worth it. Yeah, so. he liked the kid. Yeah, he Mark liked him. Uh, anything else before we move on? Nope. Next, we have Susty Party. What the hell? Emily and Jessica <laughs> are environmentalists that love to throw parties. They want $250,000 for 10% of their company. You went to Harvard Business School. I don't know how to say this without sounding really offensive, so I probably should just keep my mouth shut. No, you have to say it. But... What they exactly. Oh, I thought that was. I thought you were beeping her out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they reminded me of that stereotypical like Williamsburg yuppie who went to Harvard and is making sustainable plates. <laughs> so there's a type that there's go to type, Harvard. There's and a type, and, it, and you should know because you're from New York. I do know that like yuppie new Williamsburg reputation. Yes. I, I, oh, I and it drove it. me crazy. And Barbara, I'm not you know how we were saying that Barbara really liked that quirky, weird? She's like, I love this girl. Because it was Barbara. Because <laughs> it was Barbara. Because <laughs> yeah. that was Barbara's first product, Sustainable Folks. No, I'm just kidding. But th- honestly, it was really cute. Their packaging was really nice. Their plates, and I like their little party hats. But here's the thing. I just didn't get that this <laughs> was a party thing. product. What do you mean you didn't get it? it was a part well, of I that. didn't get that picture. I kept the no, like, they kept, the they whole kept yoga saying, I, thing. Yeah, I, it was like yeah, they, they you know, and I was like, wait, are they selling a party? Are they like the Ghostbusters? Were they like? Right, yeah, I, I thought they were going to come in and be the party. That's what I thought. That they come to every party. Yeah. That there's a party. They're yeah. selling themselves as a party. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the. Pe- I want to do that. Hey, you pay yeah. me to come. I used to do that, actually. I used I, to dress up like a clown and go do that at people's parties. Wow, that that would be a fun business. I've done it. We should do that. Well, I'm in. <laughs> I used to dress up as Cinderella, Pocahontas, show up, dance around with the kids, make balloon animals, do magic. Well, that's no offense, but just FYI, there's a lot of people doing that. So I don't Dude, know. There's I did a lot that when I was like 17 years old, and I made bank. You got paid like 65 bucks an hour to go dress up like a freaking clown and like dance around with some kids. That's Ain't nothing wrong with that. I also passed out in a big bird. But that's what I thought this could be. That I didn't think they were just literally selling plates. No, I. That's what I'm. I get it. That's what and I. And I get. Too. We got thirty more skews coming. They didn't know what they were doing. No, it is, and and I feel like they're the type of people like how you were maybe inferring that. They don't really have to work too hard to start some stuff. Maybe there's some money behind them. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm totally a jerk and totally wrong. But I feel like their future doesn't weigh on these plates. I mean, what? And they're expensive. Not for nothing. $5 for a pack of eight plates. I thought it was seven ninety nine. But they're, they're, like, they're, they're like oh, reusable plate. I don't... Who re? Come on. No, Who reuses a paper plate? No one reuses a paper plate, especially at a party. Who's That's doing all the those point dishes? of having paper plates? Yeah, so you don't have to reuse them and do all the dishes I, afterwards. You so just, I, I just thought it's it was a missed market for me because I thought they were the party. Be, that's what they made it sound because they were talking they about yoga. Why do they show girls? 
Really? Like you would see them coming onto the show, like kind of. That's what, like that's like that Brooklyn. I, I get like, it. Yeah, exactly. But totally. What the hell with a hat? Like who's gonna wear a hat with I might forks? Wear a hat. Recyclable forks. <laughs> I mean, I'm. I would always wear a hat once. Yeah, I would. Probably, I could actually get down with that. You know, you, See, you talk like about Robert being the only one that like kind of gets into the fun, and Mark Mark is typically the second one that gets up. It Me was ironic. Then. You had Kevin, Barbara, and Lori being the life of the party. Yeah. And, and then Mr. Wonderful, out. he like plays around and then he comes sits down. He's like, I don't want to poop on the party. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. But then they're so like, wait, was that it? Yeah, that's it. That was the party. Yeah, that was it. That's pretty much what people are gonna feel. See, for me, that was the world. Yeah, that was the world's worst party. Yeah, it was. It was. It doesn't even come with a cake. So they have thirty thousand dollars in the bank, one hundred twenty-five thousand in inventory. They're over two hundred thousand in debt. They're screwed. And they have 30 new Party is over. <laughs> Party is over. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is. Barbara, go ahead. And I feel bad, but do, do you, when you, if you're hosting a party, do you specifically go out looking for sustainable plates? No. If I'm I'm going to, here's the thing, I'm going to, I'm going to Target. I'm going to so Target no. and getting everything. I'm so not going no, to Whole Foods a, to get Susty Party. I'm the party yeah. place, man. They got way Is this in stuff. the party section or the, 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 the dish section? I'm probably going to World Market. I just really like World You'll Market. You'll have your... Uh, these, they might these have, are there. They, they might have the Susty Party back. I'll report back. I hate the name, too. Susty Party. It's so misleading. Like, am I buying a party or am I buying a dish? Just like and what are the 30 other SKUs? Right, like what could other they designs be? of hat forks, spork. <laughs> they're they're stealing Taco Bell's spork. Pinatas, what? Pinatas are fun. If they would have had all that stuff, if they would have been like one stop shop for your party, you can get this party package with these designer plates for a kid that likes a draft. You get this stuff for this one. You get this. I would have been more interested. And it was sold in a package, and all you had to do is buy one package, not even think about it. You had. Eight and cups, it was sustainable. Right. Yeah. Great. And it looked good. But no. I have nothing nice to you say. You know what else, too, that they shed? And I'm such a... I don't know. I'm not going to say it. Really. No, now you have to. Just like me and me say that before. Well, let me let you read it first. Did they say that? Oh, they did. <laughs> <laughs> they did say that. Am I reading? They said... <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they, they they do employ the visually impaired. I'm glad. Why are we laughing about that part? That's the only good part of it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But how do they? It just. I guess, hey, we're not making fun of the visually impaired. No, no. I'm sorry. We're making fun of them, not the visually impaired. It's just that. Out of all these negatives, that's the one positive. But that's and what I'm saying. Like they could have played on that because that's a win. brilliant thing. Like, ha- like I don't know how that works, but like... <laughs> Sorry. Why, Why are you pointing at me? Because she's laughing hysterically. <laughs> I am. You guys are crying. You guys are... <laughs> Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, that's enough about that. Anyway, that could have been a really... (laughs) But, like, how... But even so... That could have been a really good, amazing thing. (laughs) 
my god. Marissa, get these get girls out trouble. of here. I used to get in trouble in school all the time because I have uncontrollable laughter, so please. Your lipstick is everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Is it? Unbelievable. Okay, let's get over this. So they they are awful. They're gone. Goodbye. No one likes it. Like I said, it's. uh, I feel like it's another idea that could have been... (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway, it could have been it could have been done very differently and it wasn't and I just I kind of felt bad for them cuz they kind of came in at like owning it like we're going to get this deal. We're the best party ever. And it was kind of like and no you're not. Here's the thing. I I feel bad for them because they don't realize that this is a terrible idea. That's what, what they I'm are saying. doing is terrible and they're just going to sink money into this. That's what I'm saying. And I'm saying like eat like the stuff with they could have pitched it like we're we're creating this party thing by these people, and there could have been such a like a feel good. This could have been like a feel good party thing that gives money back. This, that, I, and the other. <laughs> you got to. You got. Here's the thing. They could have made like an earth. Like you got to make events. Like remember what we talked about the um, the money. It could have been it, charity events. It could have been all kinds of things. We need the events along with this, right? So we need right. like an Earth Day event minimum. Right? right, like every year we put on a big Earth Day party, and blah blah blah, and then we also do this and this. Like that's, I don't know. I'm changing the model of business. I know, but it's no, the only but that's way what I'm saying. If do they this. do something like that, then they're like, you know, we we help these people get jobs to do this. Like th- there could have been a whole different pitch about it, but there they were. We're the party, but not. And that's what yeah. saddens me. I I I I probably make more fun of a lot of the entrepreneurs than I should. And granted, you know, when you're, when you're passionate about a project, you know, um, it's so easy to poke fun at it when you're in the trenches and, you know, when it's the hard work. It's like a script. When you write a script, then everyone kind of takes their poke at it and makes it better. But, you know, it's the heavy lifting done by the original person that's, that's really the bulk of it. It's easy to give suggestion. But in this case... Well said, Phil. And I know. But in this case, it, I, it, it's just a bad idea and they just don't see it and I wish they... It. Well, maybe they'll see it now. Oh, if you're listening, please. Right. Okay, anything else about the Susty party? Nope. Ah, the party's over. And then we had our news for this week. We had the Groove Book, which was actually this Love season. Love the Groove Book. Love the Groove Book. They actually, like, retweeted our tweet or something like that, I think. It's kind of cool. Then I couldn't find it, but it was there somewhere. It's the. I think it's such a cool idea. And so what many, is it? Two, $2.99? Is that what it is? It's really cheap. It's $2.99 for 100 photos every single month, and a book gets sent to you. Which is great because, you know what I mean? It's, I'm signing up, man. I want yeah. the Groove Book. It's a great gift. It's you know talking about talk about sending something for your mother. Groove book. I don't Forget know. The, the I don't know the turnaround time. Forget, Forget the, the books. <laughs> Forget the books. Give them the groove book. Well, it kind of is too, because like pictures nowadays, like no one's sending pictures anymore. Like when's the last time you got pictures printed up? I just I know. printed up five hundred. From and okay, this, is, this is meaningful. No, they're off my dog. This oh. is meaningful. It's <laughs> this is on Tuesday. This is on Wednesday. It's 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 automated. It's it comes in a book form. Right. You know what I mean? It's it's much more special. Yeah. Uh, anything else, guys? It was a great episode. I really liked swimming with sharks. Like I said, I would have loved to see a little bit more in depth, but um, I enjoyed another hour of Shark Tank, and um, that's it. Anything else, you guys, want to add? Before we wrap up, excited Next. for the season finale. Yes, I think the season finale is this week, right? 
I, I think may. so. If not, the week after. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be in New York. So, boo. boo, I know. But um, we'll see when it is, and maybe hopefully I'll be back to talk to you guys again before. But if not, you can always find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Steph with an F Z. So it's I A M S T E F Z. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss ZS. And you can follow us here on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at AfterBuzzTV. And, of course, as mentioned earlier, catch us on Oxygen's Chasing Marie Minos at 10 p.m. Tuesday nights. Yeah! Shark Tank. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Selfless pitch. Shark Tank. All right, sweet. Thank you guys so much for watching. We enjoy your comments. And we're going to give another shout-out to Lori Nish because she liked it so much last time. So we're going to say hi again. Hi, Lori. Hi, Lori. Sorry again for our uncontrollable laughter fit. Get See you up. later. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.